0: CHAPTER 10 OF LEGENDS OF SAINTS AND SINNERS This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Aiken LEGENDS OF SAINTS AND SINNERS BY DOUGLAS HYDE CHAPTER Ten, CHRISTMAS ALMS PREFACE There are many rhyming petitions and prayers amongst the askers of alms to be recited at the door of those from whom they crave assistance. One of the virtues most insisted upon in prayers and didactic poems is alms giving. The following story was probably invented with a deliberately didactic purpose. It was told by Mary Gowlan, Cohernemart, Westport, some twenty years ago. The Dardeels raregilils, which came out of the mouth of the dying woman, are the most loathsome insects known to the Irish peasant. They are black beetles with cocked tails see the legend of the Dardil, the kirog and the prompolon the story in the old times there was a married couple living near carnamart in the county mayo they had seven of a family but god sent them worldly means and they wanted for nothing but the love of god the man was a pious and generous person and was good to the poor. But the wife was a hard miser, without mercy, who would not give alms to man or stranger, and, after refusing the poor man, she used not to be satisfied with that, but she used to give him abuse also. If a person able to do work were to come looking for alms from her, she would say— Unless you were a lazy vagabond, you would not be here now looking for alms and bothering my head with your talk. But if an old man or old woman who could do no work would come to her, it is what she would say to them that they ought to be dead long before that. One Christmas night there was frost and snow on the ground. There was a good fire in Patrick Kerwin's house, that was the man's name, and the table was laid. Patrick, his wife, and his family were sitting down at the table, and they ready to go in face of a good supper when they heard a knock at the door. Up rose the wife and opened it. There was a poor man outside, and she asked him what he was looking for. I'm looking for alms in the honour of Jesus Christ, who was born on this festival night, and who died under the cross of passion for the human race. "'Begone, you lazy guzzler,' she said. "'If you were one half as good at working as you are at saying your prayers, you would not be looking for alms to-night, nor troubling honest people.' And with that she struck the door to, in the face of the poor man, and sat down again at the table. Patrick heard a bit of the talk she gave the poor man, and he asked who was at the door. "'A lazy good-for-nothing that was looking for alms,' said she. "'And if it wasn't that it was a lazy vagabond that was in it, "'he would not come looking for alms from people who are earning their share of food hardly, "'but he would sooner be saying his old prayers and working for meat.' "'Patrick rose. "'Bad was the thing you did,' said he, "'to refuse anyone for a morsel of meat, "'and especially to refuse him on Christmas night.' isn't it god that sent us everything that we have there is more on the table than will be eaten to-night how do you know whether we shall be alive to-morrow sit down says she and don't be making a fool of yourself we want no sermons may god change your heart says patrick and with that he got the full of his two hands of bread and food and out with him following the poor man going on the track of his feet in the snow as quick as he could, till he came up with him. He handed him the food then, and told him he was sorry for his wife's refusing him, but, says he, I'm sure there was no anger on her. "'Thank you for the food,' said the poor man. He handed the food back again to him and said, "'There, you have your food and your thanks both.' "'I am an angel from heaven.' who was sent to your wife in the form of a poor man to ask alms of her in the honour of jesus christ who was born this night and who suffered the passion of the cross for the human race she was not satisfied with refusing me but she abused me also you shall receive a great reward for your alms but as for your wife she shall not be long until she is standing in the presence of jesus christ to give him an account of the way in which she spent her life on this world. The angel departed, and Patrick returned home. He sat down, but he could neither eat nor drink. "'What's on you?' said the wife. "'Did that stroller do anything to you?' "'My grief! It was no stroller was in it, but an angel from heaven who was sent to you in the shape of a man to ask alms of you.' in honour of Jesus Christ, and you are not satisfied with refusing him, but you must abuse him with bad names. Now your life on this world is not long, and in the name of God I beseech you, make a good use of it. Hold your tongue, she said, I think that you saw a ghost, or that you lost your senses, and may God never relieve you nor any one else who would leave a good fire and a good supper running out in the snow after a lazy rap but the devil a much sense was in you ever if you don't take my advice you'll repent when you'll be too late said patrick but it was no use for him to be talking when little christmas new year's day came the woman was not able to get dinner ready she was deaf and blind on the 12th night she was not able to leave her bed but was raving and crying give them alms 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 give them everything in the house in the name of jesus christ she remained for a while like that between the death and the life and she without sense the priest came often but he could do nothing with her the seventh day the priest came to her and he brought the last oil to anoint her with the candles were lit but they were quenched upon the spot. They tried to light them again, but all the coals that were in the county Mayo would not light them. Then he thought to put the oil on her without a candle, but on the spot the place was filled with a great smoke, and it was little but the priest was smothered. Patrick came to the door of the room, but he could go no further. He could hear the woman crying, "'A drink!' a drink, in the name of Christ. She remained like this for two days, and she alive, and they used to hear her from time to time crying out, a drink, a drink, but they could not go near her. Word was sent for the Bishop O'Duffy, and he came at last, and two old friars along with him. He was carrying a cross in his right hand. When they got near Patrick's house, They came down on them with one swoop, a multitude of kites, and it was little, but they plucked the eyes out of the three. They came then to Patrick's door, and they lit the candles. The bishop opened a book, and said to the friars, When I shall begin reading the prayers, do ye give the responses? Then he said, Depart, O Christian soul! She is not a Christian soul, said a voice but they saw no one the bishop began again depart o christian soul out of this world in the name of the all-powerful father who created you before he could say more there came great thunder and lightning they were deafened with the thunder the house was filled with smoke the lightning struck the gable of the house and threw it down the deluge came down so that the people thought it was the end of the world that was in it the bishop and the two friars fell on their prayers again o lord according to the abundance of thy mercy look mercifully upon her said the bishop amen said the friars there came a little calm and the bishop went over to the bed poor patrick came to the other side of the bed and it was not long until the woman opened her mouth, and there came a host of dardeals out of it. Patrick let a screech and ran for fire to put on them. When he came back, the woman was dead, and the dardeals gone. The bishop said prayers over her, and then he himself went away, and the two friars, and Patrick went out to get women to wash the corpse but when he came back the body was not to be found, either up or down. There was a purse of gold around its neck, and the purse went with the body, and there is no account of either of them from that out. Many was the story and version that the neighbours had about Patrick Kerwin's wife. Some of them say that the devil took her with him. Others say that the good people carried her away. At all events there is no account of her since. At the end of a month after that, the speckled disease, smallpox, broke out amongst the children, and they all died. There was very great grief on Patrick. He was alone, by himself, without wife, without children, but he said, Welcome be the will of God. A short time after that, He sold all that he had and went into a monastery. He spent his life piously and died a happy death. May God grant us a good death and the life that is enduring. End of chapter 10 Recording by Aiken.